Hello, you have joined the script mistress for scene 26, character archetype series, The Orphan. I am your host, Amber Bosworth. For the next 12 episodes, nine now, uh, this is our third one, I'm going to dig deep into each of the 12 popular character archetypes for your screenwriting. I barely scratched the surface in my episode all the way back to scene 11. So please go back and listen if you want just a quick rundown of those 12 types. That's the scriptmistress.com forward slash scene 11. Now, if you want to stay up to date on podcasts, events, and challenges, get on my mailing list at thescriptmistress.com. I also have this whole episode on video at thescriptmistress.com forward slash scene 26 for your enjoyment, along with the free download that I will talk about at the end of the episode here. I've also started the Script Mistress YouTube channel where this is recorded. You'll see my face there as well. All of these episodes are available there as well, and I have the link um, in the show notes on the podcast as well. The April Ink to Screen Challenge is now open for registration. I run a monthly short screenwriting challenge where writers get five days to write a new five-page screenplay based on a prompt that I send out on the first day of the challenge. The winner gets a $150 grand prize, but not $150 grand, (laughs) $150 grand prize, and every writer that submits a completed script gets detailed feedback. I give a, a coverage and also detailed feedback right on your script, some editing to kind of help um, uh, shed a light on maybe some areas that you need some help in, some areas that you're doing great at. Um, The entry fee is just $15. That's all included in $15. You can check it all out at thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. And the April challenge will be running from April 19th to the 23rd. And yes, that's next week next Monday or Wednesday. So please sign up now. Join us. It's going to be so much fun. Now for a quick reminder, here are the 12 character archetypes in Carl Jung's um, world. We talked about the warrior, the child, the orphan, the creator, the caregiver, the mentor, the joker, the magician, the ruler, the rebel, the lover, the seducer. Now, we've covered the warrior and the child in the previous two weeks. Today, we go on to the orphan. And you'll kind of see, if you haven't checked out the child um, episode, please go back and check that because a lot of the child and the orphan um, archetype are kind of paralleled. So you'll see a lot of the same kind of themes um, and a a lot of this, maybe a couple of the same examples. (laughs) Now, the Orphan has no idea of their worth until someone shows up and tells them, you're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. They're usually anointed as the savior or protagonist of the story. They live a normal life until their circumstances thrust them into the spotlight. Strengths of the orphan. They're the chosen one, so they command respect. They're survivors. They have empathy for the commoners. Weaknesses of the orphans, of the orphan. They're driven by what others think of them, no self confidence, and too eager to please. Now, the orphans' motivation, they're like their battle cry. They want to be accepted and to connect with other people. They want to be understood. 
Now, the orphan archetype is massively popular in storytelling, not just screenplays or movies, but um, across the board in storytelling, probably because there's a little bit of orphan in each and every one of us. Just like the child, we at least have a child. We all had a childhood, (laughs) no matter who we are. We've all had a childhood, so we can um, understand that. But a little bit of the orphan in there, too, in some form. This character archetype is shaped by a history of abandonment, neglect, and non-belonging. While I'm hoping that doesn't describe your everyday life, we are all at least familiar with these feelings in some form, whether through high school, grade school, at our own homes, or other family family members or friends. We all know what it's like to feel left behind or on the outside. And we know how the desire to connect and find stability can bring out both the best and worst in us. That's the fun of writing an orphan character. Will your orphan find their longed-for acceptance among a gang of ne'er-do-wells who draw them into a life of crime? Or will they lead a righteous rebellion? The possibilities are endless, and the potential for an unforgettable character arc is huge. There's so much potential here. To help you get those creative wheels turning as you design your own orphan, let me explain a little bit more. Explain how you can use your orphan's traits and tendencies to craft a compelling story. The primary characteristics of an orphan, where you've seen this character archetype before, so let's get to it. Quote from an orphan archetype character. A kingdom of isolation. It looks like I'm the queen. Elsa from Frozen. So what is the orphan archetype? If you haven't been following the the archetypes that we talk about, let me get you up to the speed on the archetype again. I'll just mention what an archetype is. An archetype refers to a set of characteristics, fears, motivations, and experiences that are universally familiar to readers. Unlike stock characters, which tend to flatten personality traits into oversimplified cliches, archetypes help you tap into deeper qualities that readers immediately recognize. Just the phrase, Orphan archetype probably already has you thinking about some of your all-time favorite orphans. Harry Potter, Batman, Little Orphan Annie. Now, these characters are unforgettable because they follow a powerful archetype. The orphan has a backstory defined by trauma, abandonment, abuse, or neglect. They are typically positioned as an outsider, forced to grow up quickly and fend for themselves. Also known as the realist, the orphan tends to take a pessimistic view of the world. I know just like reading that or saying it out loud, I think about the orphan characters and how pessimistic that they are, especially at the beginning. And that's just another way that you can show the character evolving throughout your story. It's important to know that not all orphans are orphans and not all orphans are orphans. The archetype doesn't care if your character actually has parents. It's more about how your character perceives their own belonging in the world. Uh, Quote, I tried nice and I was freaking paralyzed and nobody even noticed. So I'm done with nice. Petra Solano, Jane the Virgin. Now, using the orphan in storytelling. When we meet an orphan in our books and movies, we often catch them at a crossroads. Usually, this crossroads comes about when a new development lands them in an unfamiliar situation, often a situation that's grander or more exciting than what they're used to. They're asking themselves major questions like, do I keep trying to contribute to a world that rejects me? 
Or should I just buy a cape and half mask and play my pipe organ alone in the basement? (laughs) Now, their answer decides the plot, usually in one of these ways. The orphan becomes a hero. Now, orphan heroes are fun to watch because they're not born into privilege, power, and popularity. Rather, they're common person types who are brave enough to say, don't care if you like me, going to do what's right. In fact, the orphan's outsider status becomes a major asset in their mission. They bring a different perspective, play by different rules, and name those who must not be named. The orphan is also a fierce protector of the vulnerable due to their own experience with abandonment or abuse. There's a reason why superheroes are orphans. Just think about that for a little bit. There is a reason. Now, the orphan be- can the orphan can also become a villain. Sometimes all that childhood trauma can have the opposite effect. An orphan might withdraw from the world that rejects them. They might want vengeance for their suffering, or they might build their life around pure self-interest, reasoning that no one else will care for them. So they'll have to do it themselves. The orphan runs away. Some orphans choose to avoid conflict altogether. And who can blame them? (laughs) They've suffered major trauma. And now it's somehow on them to avenge their father's death and reclaim the kingdom. Why? Just so everybody else can feel good? Of course, the fleeing is usually part of a heroic arc. Simba will eventually return to Pride Rock. Harry will stop griping about the Chosen One situation. And Elsa will learn to embrace her power. What's interesting is that these wildly different choices can all stem from the same fears, motivations, and character traits. And that leads us to the next part. And again, just think about all the great things like... When something happens, nature versus nurture, like the same thing that might have happened to two people, two very similar people, but they can have very, very different reactions. And that is what is so fun to explore when you're writing the orphan character. Now, orphans are not the silver lining type. Orphan archetype characteristics. The orphan doesn't have to embody all of these qualities. (laughs) They don't. So don't write this list down and say they have to embody all this. They don't. But odds are good that your favorite neglected soul, dark soul hero possesses a handful of these common traits. Their motivations, acceptance, connection, security, survival, justice, fear, abandonment, positive qualities. They are perceptive, empathetic, especially towards the underdog, champions of justice and equality, inclined to do good when they find acceptance and stability, resourceful, resilient, hardworking. Shortcomings can be too eager to please, can be manipulated due to their desire to fit in, may turn to the dark side, may use trauma as an excuse for being the worst, qualities that can be good or bad. Likely to rebel, trust peers above authority, land somewhere on the spectrum between realist and cynic. Now you've got the picture. Let's talk about where we've seen the orphan before. Quote, there is no need to call me sir, professor. (laughs) Nobody sasses like an orphan, except maybe a jester, which we will talk about later. Orphan archetype examples. Now that you're thinking about the orphan archetype, you're going to start noticing it everywhere. 
Here are just some of the popular examples. Elsa from Frozen. While Elsa does eventually lose her parents, her orphanhood begins well before that. It's her own power that forces her to live in isolation. By the time she rolls into adulthood, she is fiercely independent and sees her future with a decidedly pessimistic view. Ah, she was very pessimistic. Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the... You fill in the blank. <laughs> now, Harry Potter may seem too obvious to mention. He's a literal orphan with a harrowing backstory who is thrust into extraordinary circumstances where he constantly rebels against authority. Textbook. <laughs> but I'm mentioning it because I want to point out the other orphan in the story. Lord Voldemort. Oh, and, and Snape. And Neville Longbottom. The Harry Potter series is one big study of what happens when we feel unwanted, unloved, and locked out. It can be a solid inspiration as you consider all the external and internal influences that might lead your orphan to a life of heroism or villainy. Eric Killmonger, Black Panther. I love this orphan. Not, not the murdering stuff. It's just that Killmonger is the perfect example of how a villain's orphan story, origin story can add complexity to their character. Killmonger grew up seeing the injustices of his peace, people face in America. He lost his mother to incarceration and his father was murdered by his own brother. Killmonger has plenty to be angry about and a clear mission to right the wrongs that defined his childhood. In fact, this villain's origin story was so compelling that it inspired the hero to do a little self-reflecting and course correcting. That is a great mark of a great villain, um, writing of a great villain. Petra Solano, Jane the Virgin. Petra doesn't just show us that villains can be sympathetic and pull off coral blouses. She also shows us that sometimes they can earn a redemption arc, especially TV. From living under the thumb of her psychotic mother to fleeing a possessive ex, this lady was, has kind of earned her looking out for number one mindset. It's satisfying to see the ice thaw as she gets what all orphans dream of, acceptance and family. The more Jane welcomes her in, the more Petra becomes, well, not warm, but less diabolical. So uh, I got uh, these from two very amazing uh, resources uh, on the internet. I will provide the link for them in the show notes. If you go to the scriptmistress.com forward slash scene 26, you can get those. Now I have the same writing action um, for all 12 of these. I've created the new worksheet for these 12 archetypes. Download the character archetype worksheet and fill it out for whichever archetype character you are working on. I mean, talking about the orphan, maybe this is a good time to kind of bring that up. You can get it here um, on the scriptmistress.com forward slash scene 26 or thescriptmistress.com forward slash archetypes. Now feel free to share some of your thoughts on the Facebook page, ink to screen Facebook page, or email me at amber at thescriptmistress.com to get extra help. Now don't forget about that monthly screenwriting challenge. April is open. It's almost here. You could win $150 and get feedback on your writing all for just $15. Check it all out at thescriptmistress.com forward slash ink to screen. Thank you for listening and or watching. <laughs> I truly value any feedback. If you have an idea for a podcast that might help you help your writing, you can email me at amber at thescriptmistress.com. Like and follow the show wherever you are listening or watching. <laughs> Talk soon. And until then, happy writing. <laughs>